0: hello everyone and welcome to a week of para presents um i want to congratulate david because david this is our 42nd episode of para presents so we're 10 episodes some might call it 12 because there were two best of weeks so those like we can take out of the mix so we're 12 episodes away from doing doing this for a year now that's crazy i know i mean pretty cool um and uh how are you sir how you been i'm good
1: i'm good sir sort of, uh,
0: you I, had COVID?
1: uh <laughs> I, I am it feels like no one else is but uh <laughs> no yeah sort of uh took a day or two off for labor day and well i was, was gonna nice. say
0: i feel like more people have yeah well i'm just i mean i'm just glad to hear because with school starting back up and everything you know like i've been around covid so i've been sick everybody i know is getting sick david and i before we went live before we started recording here today we're talking about all these different people we know who are sick and it's just i mean i guess it's just that time of year i mean it's not quite winter we're not to winter yet but school's back people are the whole your whole dynamic is shift shifted from summer to life and when you do that I, I feel like that we're just seeing like an i feel like this uptick might be more than what we'll see in the winter yeah, I'm just saying, like you, like you and I were talking about, like everybody has it right now.
1: The other common one I saw is it seems like everyone who went to Taylor Swift got COVID. So.
0: And so yeah, so I'm supposed to be doing a live with Kim Cavan and uh, Mike Harubi, and and we are, and Karen Anderson this week about independent contractorship after the rule change comes into effect here. And Kim got COVID. Kim Cavin got COVID at Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> So, I mean, Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen, look out, people. (laughs) Um, Just because he's the boss doesn't mean that you're not going to get COVID. So, Uh, But yeah, um, beyond the COVID talk now. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little bit interesting because we're going to take a look back at um, questions, comments even that have been made. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read them out here, and, and if it's a question, um, or even if it's a comment that we want to comment on, but this way, anybody who's ever asked, you know, you're, you're going to be read here today. Um, otherwise, if some were, there were a few long ones that I left out, but I saw that those have been replied to, and that the person who wrote them replied back to either my reply or whoever's, if it was David's or whatever. And so that seems like a kind of a closed case thing. So it's I just meant like these were ones that I saw we hadn't replied to, so I thought okay we're gonna just do it here on the live um, or on the weekly show. But I also want to say um, and uh, and and a little looking forward to. So don't don't leave because at the end I have a couple questions for David about ParaPass, ParaWorks, and Para ParaApp. But starting this Friday, and then every Friday, uh, Para Audio Podcasts will begin. And even David didn't know that he knew I was looking at it, but he didn't know it happened. It's set up, it's done, it's scheduled. Um, so it will premiere here first on or on the Parachannel Channel every Thursday, as it always has, at seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific. And the following morning, it will drop an audio podcast. However, we're going to be playing some weeks of catch up first, and I'm going to be going back through some of the better some of the better episodes and really kind of pulling those up to catch us up and then I'll kind of get us back in place and uh but every Friday there will be a drop and um yeah you guys can find it on Spotify, uh Apple, Google, Amazon, Pandora and all other podcatchers worldwide I've set it up so it might take a couple weeks to get uh populated but all podcatchers should have it. Um I know that I've seen an uptick in my audio podcast listening so I figure, you know, makes sense, right? We're in the car all the time, not everybody watches YouTube. So um we'll get this That's out exciting. there too. That's exactly. Yeah. I mean it, it should be out there, you know. I mean, companies start podcasts these days. I just came back from podcast movement, so i probably got all these, you know, I'm all like glowing about podcasts. I just got Tremaine started on one with Hey-Ho Studios for his movie thing, and uh yeah, so and he's and we just did that, we were talking about it yesterday. Like, what does he need to do? And what and, and, and So behind the scenes, I've been kind of setting this up and it's now, it goes this Friday. So you guys don't even need to worry about where it's, where it is. Like, like I said, go anywhere you want. It'll be there. If you listen to Spotify, if you have an iPhone, you have um, Apple podcasts, it'll be in there. Um, So go through, give it a, give it a listen. Um, And uh, yeah. So here's the upcoming weeks. Sergio was supposed to be this week with David and I, and because of the holiday We are going to move Sergio to two weeks from today. On Thursday, it will premiere. And next Thursday's premiere will be the Rideshare Professor, Torsten, David, and I. And then the third Thursday of October is Matt Lafferty, the CEO of Curry. And by next week, I'm going to have a couple others in line because Got, we're going to be doing. I'm going to be putting together one panel of three people, DoorDash panel that's going to be hard hitter DoorDashers, too, that you guys all know and that we've had on here before. But we're going to really have a discussion about DoorDash and a rough one, very meat and bones. So um, stay tuned. So if you guys have been kind of with us through the summer and hopefully everybody was with us for the town hall, if you haven't seen that episode yet, it's on the Parachannel. Channel. Go check it out. It's an hour long. And I would highly recommend you guys check it out. It just shows to what next level we took things. And it's just a start. We're just kind of getting going, but getting into some of these comments, I'm going to go to the eldest ones first, and we're going to work our way back into last week. So again, guys, I'm only, I'm only going back, uh, uh, just almost three months. And I've only pulled the ones that we'll get through, but, um, so i won't read anybody's name obviously you know who these are and i have an i have notes for them if for any reason anybody needed to know what was what i can at least if you comment in here like well i want to know who said that or what what i can at least tell you what episode i pulled it from in the comments so you can go find it yourself in the comments and comment on it that's how i figured i'd handle this um so if any of you guys any of these that we talk about you're like hey that was me or that's not what i said or If there's any conflict at all, I I did copy paste. So, again, it is exactly how it is. Um, But yeah, let's just start with this one. Obviously, we're going back into the checker time, which would take us back a few months to Marco and Mac being deactivated, along with tons of others. And we'll work our way back in. So, this comment came in. It says, I don't know much. uh, I don't know how much you deal with checker. The past but companies pay for let us know and we got to bear with some of this sometimes i know this is just being on phones um let us know about driving issues immediately and then anything else uh would be done as a manual request like criminal or whatever and the other stuff that may be the case for uber as well i don't believe so i think overall does a regularly regular yearly background check only once Grubhub also just insist that if anything pops up above a certain level, then let us know, and they might or might not take action, depending on what it is. What DoorDash is unique in, in that as soon as you have a conviction or are involved in an accident, it's reported to the Secretary of State in your state, um darness immediately notifies i think it meant doordash doordash immediately notified and you will receive a background check reviewing email um if you followed that real closely there david i I, what do you think of this
1: yeah i think that's actually a really good comment so uh, you think it's
0: fairly accurate
1: yeah, I think it's fairly accurate. So I think there's uh, two things. I think people are very used to the yearly background check, right? So you sign up for a gig app, you're asked to fill in the thing, takes somewhere between five minutes to five days, basically for them to write the check. And I think you're sort of used to that and it's uh, pretty standard. I think some companies have moved to what they call like continuous monitoring. Right, So it depends on the company, but what they do is they're basically looking on an ongoing basis at either your MVR or criminal, uh, like county criminal search,
0: basically. So when so, you say ongoing, are you talking about like something that is done in a process or like real time? I mean, are you talking about like pulled every week or?
1: They, I don't know exactly how it's done, but effectively the background check company is constantly looking for if a record with Steve Johnson shows up in Denver, basically.
0: So, I mean, dude, how how crazy is that? Because if something does happen to me, I'm innocent till proven guilty. Nobody really knows how far I would take whatever I'm being charged of. You know, like I might just blow it off and go, whatever. I might have to take it extremely seriously. It might be tied up in courts for years. It's like, what does that really do?
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, in the background check, if you've looked at your own background check, I mean, I have mine because I like,
0: yeah, yeah. I
1: have like, uh, you know, on my up, end, like, I think,
0: I, I think know. most of us have one, by the way, like, even if you yeah. guys haven't opted in, you should have one that you could look at. But on my end, you know, I have a misdemeanor because I forgot to
1: renew my, you know, just reg- car registration got pulled over. i renewed the registration, but didn't put the sticker there. The cop's like, it doesn't count unless you have the sticker and, you know, slap me with a thing. Right. That's a misdemeanor. Um, in Nevada, yeah, uh, driving without uh, registration. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you know, I always come up as consider on my background check, which is funny. So consider. now the world knows. So you know, it's out there. But uh,
0: I think you, you know, were profiled. I, I, they saw you were with parrot emails. So.
1: <laughs> but I think you know, I sort of uh, they're cops and shills. It's true, but I sort of say that because uh, that does come up, right? So I think what you'll see in the background check will say there was this charge was there a plea was it dropped did anything happen so the info is there but i do think Mm -hmm. that's something probably a lot of workers don't know is that uh yes some of these platforms do sign up for continuous monitoring Uh, so that's why i think and to some extent you know we've run into a little bit with sort of a Para Pass that we're working on is that when people come and upload a copy of their background check? Sometimes not mm-hmm. all the documents are there, because I think this comment is right: is that like you don't get a copy of your background check every year because for some platforms they're con- uh, continuously looking at it. And I don't think is they're running the entire background check. I think right. it's more of a they're running certain parts of it constantly. So like you know the you know terrorist and sex crime they run one a year, but MVR they're continuously looking stuff like that. Got gotcha. you. Um,
0: which is weird. So whoever again, whoever wrote again, this
1: comment, I don't know who wrote this comment, but they know their stuff, basically. So,
0: um, yeah, I mean, the, I I don't know. Like, I don't want to read the handles, even though there shouldn't be anything wrong with that, because the handle put the question pu- on a public forum. Um, but again, I mean, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll send David a copy of this actual what I'm looking at for script today, so that he can see who wrote what 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 comments. But again, all you guys got to do is comment and I'll put which video and exactly where to find it, and you guys will be able to go find it. And that way you can comment on it to reread it, make sure that you read it exactly how you just heard us. So there's no miscommunication. I think that's why I wanted to do it that way. Um, so there's another comment. It, I think it was from the same episode that said, they did the same thing to me. They did a re-background check and just went off my expired New York credentials instead of my current Florida credentials took three months to straighten out again this was during go months back david this was when that we were talking about mass deactivation on DoorDash, and there was i mean dude oddly i mean like even news has picked up on this there was i don't you know there's there's opinions on why it happened but there was
1: yeah and i i can't say the answer i don't know enough about that situation to explain what might have happened but what i yep. think you know what the commentator here is saying, and I think what could play into it is the idea that I think you know, the gig companies work with a background check provider, usually that company's checker, uh, and they set a bunch of thresholds being like, hey, I mean, there's almost sort of like a, a matrix. It's like, if you have more than three disdemeanors that are a minor or major moving violation disqualified, if you've done this, this, that, or the other disqualified, uh so part of me feels that maybe they changed the rule matrix or the way it was implemented was slightly wrong or something like that right but i think if people actually take a look at checker i think what the gig platforms do is you almost get like sort of like a checkbox of like how do i want to adjudicate this outcome basically
0: yeah no i know and it's um i guess um You know here's another one again some of this too might you know this might have been one of the because you came back and did the part three and did the part one with me this might have been the part two where you were in hong kong um i can't really remember because there were two episodes you were gone in hong kong um where so it might have been mac that was walking us through some of this and these are coming up but uh i just another one i just got my checker reports for all three dd uber and grubhub and uber and dd showed nothing But my Grubhub report showed stuff going back to 1999. There's just no rhyme or reason. Now, I got to say, before you say anything on this, David, I've heard this about a lot of times from, even the others can go back that far too, but Grubhub especially, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because of affiliation now with Amazon or what, but they do go, they do have a different, I think it's more what you're talking about um, with this constant. Yeah. Like Grubhub must be one of the ones doing that is what yeah. I'm saying, though.
1: No. I think the different platforms you can basically, it's almost like a menu, right? You can say, you know, I mm-hmm. want, and just once people are used to, you know, national criminals, sex offender, SSN, trace, MVR, etc. cetera, but you can really sort of dial in what you're looking for. And mm-hmm. each of them just cost set comes at an additional cost, right? So do I want to search county? There's even different levels to county. Do I just want to search the county that Steve's living in right now? Do mm-hmm. I want to search the national county database, or do I want to go and look at every county Steve has ever lived in, basically? Yep. And all of that comes at a different cost. So I don't know exactly what Grubhub is doing, but my guess is that for some reason they're paying for a deeper check there specifically.
0: And I think that I think that you are onto something because on the opposite end of that of that spectrum, I would put DoorDash, and I honestly still believe we talked about this for a while that a lot of DoorDash background checks never happened in, in the beginning. Like during the back during the, during the the pandemic, I don't even know that they were because again, it's food delivery. I think they were just like, do you have a car? Is it insured? Great, go. I don't know that they were doing background checks. Because yeah, I'm, I'm I saying really- that because when I first started, I don't remember a background. I always remember getting background check information. You need to run one. You, okay, I want a copy too. And I remember when I onboarded to DoorDash, that I didn't have all that. I don't know if they ran it or not, but I don't believe they ever did in the beginning.
1: Yeah. Also, I think the bar is just very different also for ride share versus food delivery. Right. Well, and and it should be,
0: it should be, but at the same time, like they're also like back in the pandemic, you'll remember, remember this, David there. We literally, literally almost none, if not none delivery drivers were not being assaulted. Pre-pandemic or during the pandemic in the beginning. That was yeah. not a thing. Rideshare drivers were all the time. Now, now, delivery drivers are being assaulted as much as rideshare. Yeah. So, and that kind of started in Chicago during the pandemic, to be honest. I think that's kind of what may, made it blossom all over the country was people seeing, oh, we, we can just carjack DoorDash drivers? Okay. And I think that started making its way around the country like, okay, this is easy. And yeah. so we were talking, I think it was during a time when this kind of stuff wasn't happening. And again, if you read the terms of service, it's not even like DoorDash has your back, but maybe some of this legislation that's coming down everywhere, put enough pressure on them to say, hey, yeah. you at least have to have all these people background
1: yeah. check. I also think, I mean, frankly, I mean, I can't speak for the practices of a company I don't, I have never worked at, but uh, I also think they just view a lot of this sort of like a funnel. Right. So we need a bunch of drivers. We're willing to be a little bit more lax on the background checks. Now we don't need more drivers. Now exactly. we're going to be really strict on the background checks. And I think I that's, that's
0: what, I think yeah. that's what happened. It vacuumed at a point when it was, and it was, you know, it's odd too. all these things, whenever there's weird timing, it was shortly after um, Harry, the rideshare guy did, um, uh, did his interview with Tony Shu, and Tony Hsu told Harry, there were 13 million DoorDashers in the country. It was shortly after that. And I, I like following trends. And it was almost like there was a huge flag put up going, wait a minute, you're telling me we have 65 million independent contractors in this country. We have 185 million workers in this country and 13 million. So around 7 or 8% of the entire workforce in the country does DoorDash. Dude, that makes them the most occupied occupation in this country. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Federal government. Nobody has 13 million. Nobody. So if they, I mean, I guess we're all ICs, but dude, 13 million people, 8% of the working people in in the United States do DoorDash. I find that crazy. Just crazy. So. I watched a little of the second video with Nova and others, and I heard Nova say he had received a contract violation shortly, he was deactivated. Um, I only have about 3,300 deliveries and two contract violation notices. On each of those, I have immediately responded to the notice uh, to rebut the claim, no deliveries, uh, with a rebuttal statement. One was hand hand to me and the other was leave it door, uh, which they had a photo for. I now take videos of most hand-to-me orders. I wonder if folks are rebutting these immediately and hence deactivation. I don't know. I'm currently down due to a surgery and recovering, um, but I hope to be back up. By the way, accepting stacked orders will almost always result in late deliveries. I rarely accept stacked uh, orders anymore unless they are same restaurant and and no more than two to four miles apart. Yeah. I'm, Again, I'm good su- advice. This is not this is not David or my written word, but I think good advice there. But
1: some stack orders can be good, but because some can be bad. I guess I'm always surprised. I think that comment's pretty astute.
0: Uh, so But what do you think about the video portion of the comment?
1: Yeah. I mean. I don't, I'm not sure if DoorDash support would ever watch the video, but I think I'm always a supporter of, you know, do what you need to to get the evidence that you need to. It sort of sucks and it's painful and I know that there's apps which will timestamp it and actually that's been something that's been requested of us. I think we never built it, but people have said, hey, can you just build an app where every delivery you take a photo and it timestamps it and ties it to the delivery so that you have backup. So I think, Mm -hmm. you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. I know I'm the sort of person who eventually I'd forget to take a photo, and I'd probably run out of, you know, eventually stop doing it. But you know, if you can, it's better so, to be safe than sorry. Let, right. let me
0: ask you what you think of this because we had uh, we had the CEO of DisplayRide on here on the Para Presents. Um, I've I've worked with him. I've got a free one that he gives me to just test it. I've been using it for two years. It's great. Lots of good features. One thing he's adding next month is a little clip that for an additional $60 stays on you. And when you exit the car, it now records you going up to the door to drop a delivery. So same, same system on the camera that if like somebody were to say something, you can claim, I need that video, have it sent to your phone in five minutes.
1: Yeah. How long does display ride store the data for?
0: um they keep 30 days worth of 24 hours yeah that's solid yeah so i mean like for somebody like me that that you know if i'm driving eight hours a day you guys do the math that means 90 days worth of footage
1: yeah interesting
0: um but yeah and then it and then even then it only pushes the farthest back out to record the next day so it's like you can still always go way far back to me way farther than you should have to You would get a warning or a deactivation or something long before that. And you would be, and you, and, and the one thing you can definitely claim is you can even say you need the whole shift video and they will send you the entire video. So again, this is all, and this is, those aren't fees. The camera's free. Every here I am, you know what? And we're going to have Torsten on next week and Sergio the next, all of us are telling you guys to have display riding not just cameras anymore display ride free cameras service is wonderful they're doing great things but i think this is an extra measure like for an extra 60 bucks you get this little clip on and every if you're a delivery driver every time you get out it's going to record that little segment of you dropping the food stepping away getting back in the car driving so if somebody were to try and reenact for a tiktok video that you dropped the food and stole it but it wasn't you in the tiktok video you could dispute it and say no now can you i
1: I was uh i was in your car and i saw you had the display ride so now i know display ride has all of your amazing driving on video so (laughs) oh yeah 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) i mean the other thing too is that you know display ride has like safety features for like if i if i get into an accident or even if it's like out in the woods like if i were to get into like crash into something or run off the road and somehow knock myself out they have a system where they can uh um where they can voice command to me. And if I don't respond um, there's like other checks too, in case something was wrong where you can do it through the phone on a text because you'll get a text and then you'd get a voice, but yeah. it also would alert max or whoever your emergency context is for me, Max to see, to see live video. Yeah. He would get a link to look into my car and see if I'm okay. Interesting. Yeah. And when, if somebody grabs a display ride and runs, Again, guys, it's it's uploading to the cloud, but you capture five minutes after the camera doesn't have power to it. So you get the guy running for five minutes in which direction he ran. Um, and all that. So, I'm just saying, it, it, it's a lot of features, but I do like that they've really, this is a new step up because A, it's going to help with assaults and things like that. But it also, again, I know that DoorDash won't ever be specific, but yeah. Um, You know on which which ride it was or whatever but i mean if you can get it narrowed down or say hey i have that whole day on videotape so you need to tell me when that might be a new threat to doordash you know because if it's like well we didn't tell you which one it's like yeah well i have that whole shift recorded so where i need to know i mean i don't know i think getting aggressive with doordash is kind of a must these days so um Steve, I think your pay your driver uh, is perfect. That was where I think I had, there were people who did not agree with this too, by the way, where I commented and those I've replied to. So you guys will see those trickled through too. Um, but she thought it was perfect. Uh, also, I was deactivated two years ago because of I caused an unsafe environment on the platform. I seriously have no idea what that meant. Never had i caused an unsafe environment tried to sign back up this time um they said because of fraud i still did not get it all my account stats looked just as nova's did um uh this is a great episode thank you Stephen guest that was the mac one uh lots to think about here uh yes i believe there is a form of mass deactivation going on with doordash right now uh, and steve i think your idea about paying the drivers directly could work if the companies could just set fixed processing and other fees thank you again and see you here in a few weeks for the follow-up so i mean to that i'd say yeah good luck with that because that's the whole business is not having them be fixed that's what i've wanted all along too but that means what david and i fight for transparency (laughs) they don't like that (laughs) um but okay so uh this is from about 6 weeks ago I'm having a tr- I'm having a trouble using Para in Phoenix Arizona is this the right place to get help um I'll I'm going to send you this whole thing that's probably one you should respond to uh they want help? they I want, want the help newbies help taking the trash para? they're getting rid of
1: Sorry, I was always saying help at with para.com or David yep. at
0: with para.com. Yeah, yeah. By the way, whoever that comment for Phoenix, Arizona, or any city with that same comment is what is it, David?
1: Help out with or me personally, just yeah. David at with
0: para.com. But probably start with help because David's got a lot on his plate and help probably has these answers a lot more accessible. Um, Or if you're feeling really daring, do both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So, this is a, a comment more than anything. InstCard is the worst. I got deactivated for no reason. They told me nothing. Said reason that I know I never did a no charge to get it back. Not sure what that means. Uh, they're as bad as DD on pay, robbing people uh heavy pay. How can 500 pounds of water not be heavy pay? Uh, please do not give them credit because they certainly don't deserve it. I think I just liked that comment. I wanted to put it in because I hate Oradash. Yeah, They're about so to IPO, guys. So.
1: Yeah, I was going say your favorite company is about to IPO. So,
0: dude, I've been I've, I'm I'm so excited. i two weeks ago, everybody CNBC and all these are like things that were running the videos, talking about them. It was it was interesting to hear their perspective. You know, like I think this one might go better because they made a profit last year than Uber and Lyft and the. So I think we'll see some steadiness come out of the game. Like, dude, you're going to see anything but steadiness. Yeah. Whatever you, I mean, it's going, it's 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 going to be on the NASDAQ. We already know that. And it's under a different um, name, by the way. It's not Instacart. It's, it starts with an M. It's like monster it's or be, something weird. I
1: think it's going to be cart, right? I think it's going to be cart, right?
0: Maybe the sign is going to be, but I'm saying they're under another company name. Um, uh, oh, oh.
1: Honey, honey Bear Holdings or something like that. Honey maple, Bear Holdings. Maple bear, maple bear. Maple Bear. Maple, maple bear. bear.
0: There it is. I think I knew it was an app. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, in order to use this para app, you need to give. Um, now, this was a month and a half ago, so they're probably talking about ParaWorks since we weren't talking about ParaPass yet. Um, but in order to use this para app, you need to give them your credentials for other apps. I'm still not interested in that.
1: I think that's fair. I mean, but, yeah. in, in order, I think. You know that's fair i think the thing is to do para works what we're basically doing is registering you with another system right and if you think about it what's happening is your platform is allowing you to show up and do the job without you having to go through the onboarding funnel so i guess sort of just unfortunately Mm -hmm. if you do want to do para works we do need some form of validation on our end we don't store the credentials right so you know you are when you create a pair profile we're just using that to one verify that you are who you are and two to verify sort of your phone number and your email mm-hmm. and the fact that you're active on a given gig platform so we're not doing anything else with that pair connection uh, but unfortunately that is what you need to on the flip right. side you know you can use some of the other tools uh, but in general most involve connecting some sort of a gig account um, yeah
0: but also one of the biggest thing takeaways there guys for everybody with questions is that um is it's not stored it's not stored cuz this has been brought up a couple times so it's just it's good to get this stuff out people i think people even just like hearing the truth sometimes you know sometimes it's the fact that they don't hear it and you, here's david the ceo of para telling you how it is i mean you know we don't they don't there's no there's no storage of your stuff
1: Yep. I think to get sort of like super detailed, maybe more so than I should, but like, you know, for most of the platforms that we support the connection for, we connect directly to there and we maintain this thing called like an authentication token. So what happens is when you enter your login information, we never see it, never touch it. It makes a connection with the game platform and we maintain that connection in order to do what you need to with one exception. So there's an exception, that's Grubhub. So the way that Grubhub does it is they come back and basically want you to reauthenticate quite often. So with that setup, we it's hard for us unless we ask you, I think when we first launched Grubhub, people had to log back in every one or two hours and that was sort of frustrating. So the way it works for Grubhub is the password is stored, encrypted on your phone and your phone uses that to maintain the connection. But okay. in either case, we don't have the sort of a, password or the login
0: there so again though talking about grubhub that's a good point then because that do you think maybe part of that too is the fact that grubhub being amazon again no matter how they're doing or whatnot do you think that it's partially like um you know, like okay, every time you, they're seeing multiple devices. Some apps don't care, like DoorDash and things like that. They don't care if you're running two devices or whatever. But some yeah. apps do care. Do you think it's partially that? Like, why you logged in twice here?
1: Uh, not even really. I think Instacart cares about the two devices a lot, and DoorDash now cares about the two devices after tip transparency and all that. I think for Grubhub, it's just the way they built the system. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just made some decisions. I think it was also like an older app, right? So I think we've had to work through a couple of these things with our integration. So for example, when Grubhub, when you decline three trips in a row, when you're in the Grubhub app, it sort of tells you, Hey, you've mm-hmm. declined three trips in a row. Are you sure you want to keep working? I know this is getting a little wonky, but you know, what right. would usually happen is you'd basically have something that's happening behind the scenes, not in the app, it's sort of the backend and we'd be able to go in and say, Hey, you know, we're still working. But in Grubhub, the way they built the app is the thing that triggers the "I'm still working" isn't some code happening in the back; it's the actual pressing of the button in the app, right? And that's just a design choice that they made. So I actually think it's probably the same thing here. Yeah, um, I know probably a little wonky there, but I guess. My, and uh, and the other part back, is
0: we just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's David just, just that's gave just you the way it's David built. just gave you his best idea, but I mean, really, we don't know why. Yeah, I think
1: that's just sort of the way it's built, basically. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm just no, I'm just trying to clarify the fact that we're trying to give you not just not just guesses and you know wizardry either, but not BS, but try and give you the best guess. But really, it's I mean, you guys can reason for yourself too. A lot of these apps are very so deceitful that who knows what they're doing or why they do it. I mean, that's where I'm at. Um so there, here's two that are related to must be para works because again, it's a, it's about five weeks back. Uh, I tried to accept some today and it wouldn't let me accept them. I have worked for them before. Uh, my guess is it was just taken. Um, in fact, in my market, I Bud Soda had to tell me what this there was like a little blue marker or something, and if it's there, it's taken.
1: So, it is a weirder uh, yes, so way the- of
0: seeing that it's taken than we're used to on a lot of apps, is what I'm getting at
1: yes i think uh two things it could be right so i think one is it could have just been taken two i think that what i have seen is we've had some partners there basically want to recruit drivers directly and i think what happens there is they basically said to the driver like hey would you like to take pings directly from us basically mm-hmm. and in the case when that relationship is established and they come to us and basically say, Hey, you know, we've already recruited the driver, the drivers agreed. We both want to work together. Like, uh, we'll just send pings directly. And I think okay. on our end, maybe we can build a better experience around that, but those would be the two things that it could be basically.
0: Okay. Um, so there's another one related, I accepted one, but didn't know what I was doing and I m- and missed the order. Um, I know what to do now. Now, that comment seems pretty straightforward. Okay, he accepted one, and for whatever reason, he was like, uh-oh, maybe it was too far, maybe it was whatever. Here's my question to add on to it, though. though. Is he now penalized in the loop of being fed offers for the one uh- time he took one? So
1: cancelling within a couple hours, no problem at all, right? I mean, it's your right to...
0: My it. guess from this comment by saying Mist, though, is that he yep. didn't cancel, didn't...
1: It didn't cancel and sort of no-showed, right? And I think, you know... That's my I guess. Think, as per always, you try to be reasonable here. So, like, you know, if that happens once, I mean, life happens, right? Mm-hmm. and it happens more frequently uh, and i think it's pretty upfront i don't have it off the top of my head but there's what what the, is just basically the penalty box it's like hey if you no show it's like hey you can't claim another one for a short amount of time if there's another no show it's like hey you can't claim it for a longer period of time and if it's i think the third or the fourth strike it's basically like okay you know at this point uh, yeah it's sort of tough and i think that's not to say you know i think these are also for scheduled ahead work Right. So it's sort of one of those where like, Hey, if you grab the block and agreed to work four hours and you no show multiple times at that point, you're sort of taking the opportunity away from somebody else. Mm-hmm. But like that's sort of uh,
0: where that sits. So here's, here's one from a month ago. I started doing pair works in my market a couple weeks ago, and it's like my version of the LOP for those not familiar. They're, they're talking about large order program on DoorDash. Um, since I could never get it in my market. It's also useful for finding um, apps active in your market than getting on them directly too, which is what you just talked about. <laughs> so uh, let me see this one. Uh, that's a long one. I'll have to come back to that one if we have time. Um, I can just go ahead and tell you they drop the base rate they'll they'll drop the base rate to zero. I'm staying at the house and doing other apps. I live in rural Tennessee, uh, where no one tips. uh, So I'd be working for zero. (laughs) I'm not here to work for DoorDash for free. Also, I got my contract violation for accepting an order when I was leaving my home 25 minutes away. I messaged support and took screenshots. They told me to complete the order and they would call uh, the Chili's and delay the order. I completed the order and immediately had a contract violation I called support and submitted an appeal. I was told it would be removed in 24 hours later. Never was. I called a thousand times and a week later they hadn't even looked at my appeal. Uh, It finally fell off 130 orders later. I guess my point, my point with these guys is like, I hope you're hearing like this is customer support for a major company that we, many of us work for work with, you know, I'm just. I mean, it's just baffling to me that this is how this is how you're handled. You know, this is just beyond ridiculous. Um, so this is kind of a different different comment. I'm gonna let you feel this one, David. I've been saying since I started doing gig work about three and a half years ago. DoorDash is an employment level gig. You can look at any video I've done, and that's all I've had to say about DD. Uh, I would. I didn't even download it to my phone when I heard how people use it. I felt it was employment and not contract work. I've always looked at, at it with a side eye. They're slick uh, with how they claim drivers are contractors, yet they are forcing them to do certain things. If I was a contractor that did pools, you can't force me to work on 90% of the pool jobs that you send me uh, that aren't profitable to my consideration. I should have a right as a contractor to turn down jobs that aren't set up to be successful for me. Um, DoorDash sets people up to lose, but they claim you're winning in the long run. But when does the long run end? A year, two years, three years? Um, by the time you have 150,000 miles on your car, uh, you're in the hole now. So who? So when are you winning? Yeah, I
1: think you know. I think there's always sort of. I agree with a broad direction, but I think where I go to is like, they don't, I think, we're, I think you and I both agree on this, like they don't honor what it means to be an IC. And I guess the way I view mm-hmm. it is when we talk to most workers, uh, gig workers, they want to be ICs, right? So I think that's really where it has to go to. It's like most people want to be ICs and the platform should honor what it means to be an IC. I don't view that in opposition to what this person said, right? You can also say the flip side of that is the way they treat you as like an employee, right? So it's not, it's sort of two sides. two sides of the same coin basically
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i agree uh i got here's another one i got deactivated also just out of the blue they tell me eventually what it was was something of on my driving record with that was on my driving record when i started three years ago (laughs) they don't want somebody out there cherry picking like i like i do like most people do um that are smart about it, and they are rolling out these programs. They're getting rid of the cherry pickers. Blah blah blah. Goes on a little longer, but the the that's kind of um, the mass deactivation right before the mass deactivation time. This comment was made, and I find that in- interesting because he's saying the same thing when he started three years ago. No background check. Now background check. That was discovered something that should have been dis- that happened prior to the three years even. So it should have been picked up on the first round, and it either a background check wasn't run or they just didn't care. Either way, however, here's this, and that's a problem. Um, to me, I feel like I feel like there was a literal problem between four, three to three to six weeks ago. There was a three-week period where they were having to go back and run checks on all kinds of people, and if you had moved, that was a problem. We know this. Um, if like anything weird, you were getting you were getting bad background checks for things that normally you wouldn't be picked up on. So I don't know if they just had to step up the game or what, but there was there was something. Yeah.
1: Part of me feels like also it's just like they got some logic. I mean, I, I you know some people I think probably reading that, they're like this was purposeful. I don't know enough, but I'd attribute part of it also to just, you know, incompetence is a hard word, but it's like messing it up, basically. Right. Like I'll sort of admit that when I worked at Uber, right, we'd have audits from the state of driver profiles, right? And literally the state would come in and say, hey, we've selected a hundred profiles and we want to see the documents you have on all a hundred drivers, basically. Right. And in that process, we'd go through and create like an actual literal file. You know for each 100 people and put them in a box but what you'd realized through doing that process is just you were missing docs things weren't working the background check wasn't right like stuff just yeah slips through the cracks the business logic didn't work and my guess is you know that's probably what happened to a bunch of people uh, they realized they had to catch up on something they ran something and just dropped the ball basically
0: Okay, we're guys, we're going to get through just the comments here because we got just a few more left, but that'll be this week. Um, next week, again, we're going to have Torsten. And a lot of the, the questions that I did have for after this will relate to Torsten, so it'll be fine to push those back. But uh, David, this is a good one. What Dashers really are is quote unquote glorified vehicle rentals. Never heard that before. Um, DD is renting your vehicle short term to serve their customers. Stores and DD are the ones making money while dasher are a third party facilitator how the fda that's the food and drug administration allows this to take uh take place is mind-blowing drivers are not properly vetted or trained in food handling and customers are clueless on the vehicles and persons transporting the goods they eat and their children eat Um, there is so much i could go on but dashers actually don't have the rights to be transporting these items being in this industry and coming from the food and bar industry I agree with a lot of parts of this um it's a weird yeah. situation though delivery's always been weird like that but you're yeah. right like even even people who deliver for dominos and stuff still have their twice a year like with the health board and stuff where you still have to go through and get your certifications and of food handling
1: yeah uh I think, to some extent, that's the you know those videos that everybody watches super closely when they onboard, right yeah, I think that's uh, but I
0: mean, have you ever heard glorified vehicle rental
1: uh, no uh, <laughs> no, I, mean... I haven't, but you know I, <laughs> I feel like i've heard i feel like i've heard uh I feel like I've heard Sergio say some iteration of that basically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right <laughs>
0: well, this is not Sergio.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I know, I know, but I feel like, you know, like search yeah. is always harping is like you're running your vehicle into the ground. It sounds like something he'd say, yeah. yes. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I haven't heard it exactly that way, but I've <laughs> sort of heard it, basically.
0: Um, another, th- uh, this this is, somebody said, I got a $1,000 check in the mail from a class action suit against Checker. What was happening? The company would ask for a seven-year background check. Uh, Checker would send your whole background if it was 30 years, they would send them 30 years worth of background. Um, But they're still doing it because they went back 30 years on me again with Grubhub. But he won a class action settlement because Checker's only supposed to be sending seven years.
1: Sounds like another class action.
0: Do you know anything about that, though, about the seven years?
1: I will admit that I usually it should be seven years, right? So the you know there's I mean a lot of things are providers. yeah, bankruptcy,
0: uh, things like this. Yeah. Yes. And I think checkers is supposed
1: to be uh, how did I think about it? it is interesting. I think uh, I don't know, actually. So I know that most of the time when you see it, there's multiple background check companies. Checker just owns ninety five percent of the market, but most of them call it a seven year county search. Now, actually, when I drill into that, where my mind goes is it could be the past seven years or it could be any county you've lived in for the past seven years and then flagging any history in those counties.
0: Yeah, it it would just be overlap. It wouldn't be 30 years.
1: Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is if you lived in, you know, Nebraska seven years ago, Steve, which we didn't know about, like they might pull all of your history in Nebraska. So I'm not actually sure exactly how that works. I will look into that and come prepared next time. So. Yeah
0: that's a good, so good question guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I was like I actually don't, I don't yeah, good question. I think sort of a uh,
0: yeah. So, considering new proposed legislation for Uber and Lyft over needing a reason and and advance notice for being deactivated and the fact that IC drivers don't have many legislative options for controlling how much we get paid, this might be a better reason for drivers to strike protest if this can happen to anybody for literally no reason, I'm, I'm glad Nova got, um, found other gigs to earn. Um, this is my livelihood. Uh, and even part-time dashers, uh, many need this to be able to pay their bills. Uh, we don't want to be left high and dry, uh, when it's all said and done. Um, I'm not really, I pulled that because I'm not sure about what legislation you're talking about And I was actually, I am very interested to know that one. (laughs) And I think that's why I pulled that one because I am all over this legislation going on everywhere. And I'm not sure which one, which state you're talking about needing a reason and advance notice for being deactivated. I have no idea what state that is, but I am so intrigued. So if you could please, if you're hearing this, please let me know because. Yeah, I don't don't know which one
1: that one is, but I, you know, I agree with the broad direction there. I mean, that's why we support Stephanie's bill too, right? Is the idea that like. i guess in this case it's before you get deactivated and the right to appeal maybe you get the right to debate the appeal after it but in general you know this you know hey your account's gone cuz right Like it doesn't work
0: um so here we're coming near the end here guys this is from three weeks ago we seriously need a lawyer they just announced stack orders will pay two dollar base pay regardless of how many stacks are in there so three still only a two dollar base pay for all three orders um and uh this has got to stop why can't someone create a platform that just pays drivers 50 cents a mile because we don't want 50 50 cents sucks guys um 50 cents a mile plus tips and doesn't uh price go i think they meant gouge customers uh so they are more inclined to tip the window is literally wide open for a company to take over charging actual menu prices with a five dollar service fee and nothing else i think that's what we're seeing kroger do that's what we're seeing aldi markets do that's what we're seeing owner.com do in the delivery space they're all stepping in in these ways
1: yeah i think this idea also is like not every i think some people want stuff immediately and i think that's where it gets a little tougher is like when it comes to food i think some people want things immediately right uh so i think if you're starting to talk about you know five dollar base delivery is nice uh but is it enough i guess right it depends how far the delivery is how does it work etc at the end of the day though i think the sort of like the you know what the intent behind the post i very much agree with right it's like it should lay out this you know here are three stops this is what you're going to pay and I think it goes back to the problem with the sort of tip transparency thing is, you know, it's a stacked order, it's three stops, it's 20 miles in total, they're giving it to me for 10 bucks, it can't be that bad, there must be more, right? And I think, you know, the easier answer to all of this is just like, you know what you're going to get, Yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Right. Um, so this is a comment from just a couple of weeks ago, you need to get para works to infiltrate package delivery. It's booming in South Florida. That was one of my uh, viho and fetch suck. So this goes on a little bit, but um, that was kind of one of my comments about the, the I wanted to get to that we'll talk about with Professor here next week is uh, is the pair profile because I know he's super interested in that, too. So we'll leave that kind of not touched because I believe this is something that you're going to see. So my, my thought would be hang tight, but I'll let David say anything if he wants to about that.
1: <laughs> sorry because i, I cause cut out there for a second so
0: base, basically it was somebody saying that you know not just um not just catering orders but can can Paris step into other spaces and i think that we'll i think that's a good topic that we're going to touch on with professor next week because um, i think it's going to be of interest to him because i already kind of think i know the answer but um they were pointing out their market specifically south florida where VHO and fetch are horrible at courier and you know there might be and i know dispensaries all kind we've said things even here and then there was dad dash who's his name is steve he he runs the channel dad dash um and he's he oddly put i had to bring this up david he put a question are you in Hagerstown, maryland uh, <laughs> you guys that's for jimmy if you don't get that i'm sorry I mean, yeah, yeah was there I mean, for a while it's a random place but <laughs>
1: yeah that was funny it's like actually actually yes, yes.
0: yeah i know it's that's really kind of odd because i
1: say actually that's the place where we have probably most of works <laughs> trips over here. It's,
0: right it's, a, it's i was gonna say it's almost like headquarters <laughs> temporarily um but i thought that was funny now we're going to get into some of these, the last couple ones are really, I think that this is what is really needed for a lot of people is to hear an answer on this. My ParaPass has been in review for a while now. Um, been waiting a week for my documents to be approved by ParaWorks. I was on Curry for about a year and got uh, about one offer. Now there's more offers. I uninstalled the app. I'm reapplying. Um. Let's see, I've been introduced to two good gigs, ongoing gigs through Paraworks, like you were talking about. I guess the one big, uh, and then maybe answer this one first and we'll end it with the bigger question about Parapass that I have. But what is the biggest difference between Para, Delivered, and Deliver That?
1: Wait, sorry, between Para, Delivered, and Deliver That?
0: Yeah, so I can't speak for Delivered, Deliver That, but Delivered, I am on, I know. Delivered is just easy cater. It's kind of doing that stuff where it pulls it through. Yeah, we
1: know both of those companies well. And in fact, I think some pair works trips in the past have been delivered actually. I think delivered is a large, I'd say almost national delivery service provider. They do primarily lunch catering. uh, And a lot of that are easy cater trips. I like Mm -hmm. them. I think in general, the trips are good. We know their executive team there. And they're just good people so i sort of think highly yep. of them and i like them
0: yeah i've watched some inter- uh, udm did an interview with them and uh cars yeah. and cribs did and CEO, CEO. Sort of, uh,
1: chris and he's all around good dude cares about workers wants to get people paid quicker getting
0: good and that's work. delivered not deliver that Delivered, yes.
1: Uh, deliver that. I mean, like both of them also have some c- catering, right? And I think the difference between Pair and Us is like you might actually get trips from delivered or deliver that through ParaWorks, mm-hmm. but we also have other sorts of opportunities. Catering in some yeah. cities is the main form, but we also have our block. We also have schedule. We also have sort of in stadium work. Blah, well, blah, there's blah.
0: like Go Curial. So. and I mean, there's other things too that are going on in the Pair thing. Yeah, you know, yep. so, I I don't because I, I don't think any of that stuff goes on delivered. I am new to delivered, it's only been in my market for two weeks. I've been on it for now five days. Yeah. Um, so I still haven't even done one. I have not got the offers like they like they made it sound like they'd be coming through, but maybe it's just because they've only been here for two weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I see more Pair of Works offers in Denver than I do delivered over the past few days. So I mean that that should tell you something right there obviously they launched here but that doesn't mean they're really ready to be here um well, uh, but
1: they're really gearing up so i do think actually delivered an app i like, put it on people's radar to keep watching oh yeah
0: yeah yeah because like, they're coming uh, around to markets everywhere right
1: yeah now. they're they they uh made too much info, a like they recently hired a bunch of people who ran this other delivery service provider uh and they're really on a sort of expansion mode Right now. So if okay. you don't know delivered, check it out in your city. It might be coming sooner. And that
0: think. and you guys, that is spelled D L I V R D. Yep. It's sort of drop, like drop recording. both E's, but leave the I. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so um if you're not familiar with it. Um, so I guess the here's the question we'll end with today. Be perfect. Um, because I'm getting a lot of these, I'm getting emails about them. I'm getting comments in some of other videos and so. They're just everywhere. People are applying for pass, and they're like, dude, I've been waiting for a week. And I'm thinking, man, you're going to be waiting longer than that. So like, (laughs) what what is the good answer here?
1: Yep. I think two things. One, I'm sorry that it's taken that long. Right. No, no. And I mean, that's,
0: I've been replying very kindly to people like, look, we're a much smaller team than. (laughs) I think
1: the problem here was, you know, uh, I think for most people, the only live Parapass opportunity right now is with GoPuff and that's live and call it five or six different locations.
0: But Uh, I think people are wanting to sign up regardless of GoPuff. Yes, They're just wanting to get a uh, jump on it because I've even presented it like, hey guys, get on to Parapass before you miss the opportunity like a lot of you did with Curry. Yep. Maybe you jumped the gun on doing that.
1: But I think the problem is, you know, we <laughs> wanted to do it, city, like, you know, the ideal experience is you go in, you set up a profile, it's reviewed quickly, the profile's completed, and there's multiple things to sign up for. Uh, to do that, yep. we have to roll it out sort of city by city or a couple cities at a time. We made the mistake when we first launched it. We put it in the app as a test to see if anybody would do something. Uh, And I thought it was, and it sort of took off, right? So we had a couple thousand people upload their documents. And frankly, we weren't ready to be in all those cities and we don't have the team ready to review all the documents. So that's been something I've personally spent hours a day reviewing documents the team has and we're just sort of digging out of the backlog. So I apologize. What we did do really quickly is sort of limit new signups, right? So what we basically said was, hey, we're only going to open Parapass signups in cities where there are more opportunities coming or about to come, basically. And we're just digging ourselves out of this couple thousand profile hole. A couple thousand doesn't sound like the worst, but it's like five documents per profile. So it's like 15,000 documents and that yeah. takes longer than I thought. So I apologize for that and we will get to it.
0: But should, um, I guess my thing is, yeah. should people still, like, even once they hear the answer, look, it's going to take a little longer. Just bear with yeah. us. I get that part. Everybody should get that part. Um, but should they still be doing it
1: uh, if it's available in your city yes because if it's available for you to sign up in your city that means that there's an opportunity coming imminent basically okay so so, so otherwise up, it
0: won't even have the option correct not right now like uh, me and I know, so I know that I do but like and I know many others that do yeah but I I guess I haven't heard from enough people that don't so if if it's not available right. it won't let you
1: so right now we have GoPuff in Atlanta, in Baltimore, in Denver, in Newark, in Raleigh, North Carolina, and State College, Pennsylvania, and that's it. Uh, but we have a bunch of stuff upcoming. So actually today we launched okay. with a company called Sifted. They actually do uh, you know, lunch catering as well. So that launched in San Francisco like an hour ago, and they're looking to launch in the next couple of weeks in Atlanta, Austin, Boulder, Denver, and Seattle. So you'll start to see more come in there uh fooda which is another one of these sort of lunch catering companies uh, you know they're about to launch in the next hour or two in chicago and then they're looking for boston in the next week or two we have another company called kite that is starting either next week or the week after that that one's an interesting one because that's sort of like delivering vehicles to people uh, so actually it's sort of like if i wanted to rent hertz oh like a lazy, uh, uh, what do you call it uh, it's, not like Matro- it's not like a metro. It's not like a or something like that.
0: It's more. No, no, red- no. Red- I yeah. was trying to think. There was one where you like drive people's cars.
1: Uh, yes, I've heard of that one. So it's not quite that. But in this one, it's like I want to rent a car through Hertz. It's not Hertz, but it's with Kite. But okay. I don't want to have to go to Hertz in this case. So the like car a turo to you uh yes but it's like tarot meets hertz or tarot meets enterprise basically so
0: it's like a ghost kitchen for rental cars yeah exactly the car
1: comes to your door basically (laughs) but you get paid to drive the vehicle to somebody's yeah yeah it's exactly that it's a ghost kitchen for rental cars i guess is a good way to put it (laughs) right uh that's pretty funny uh very good man uh, but you know we're launching with them i think next week or the week after that they're looking in boston new york city portland uh and i think we actually have sort of a long list you know to hit some of these other ones that we're talking to sort of a skip card food speed, fulfilled hopefully is one of them uh wonder so there's a list of these coming so if you see it available in your market and say to start signing up really my goal is uh, and we'll probably talk about this more next week is the power of the past profile is when you can actually use it as a pass to multiple opportunities. Yeah. So really uh, on my end, be patient. I'm really just trying to pay the game of convincing a bunch of people to accept pair of profiles in the same city, basically. And it won't mm-hmm. always be like that immediately. It'll probably be one partner in your city. And but my goal is to, for every city we're in to have multiple things you can unlock with one click. It will just take us, you know, a little bit of time to do that.
0: so So you guys next week don't miss it because uh torsten will be here with us and torsten will have a definite spin on us talking about the parapass thing because he's really hyped up right now If If he always is but if you've been watching his stuff lately he's been putting out dropping a lot of info on lawyers in different markets and all kinds of free stuff to use and resources and he's just been going nuts dropping stuff so come back here join us because he's going to definitely have some weigh in on this, and I know he's always excited with what we're doing at Paris, so going to be happy to have him as well as Sergio the following week. But that's it for the week. Uh, I want to thank you, David. We actually got through them all. So uh, the only other one there that really won't relate to Torsten, if you just wanted to hit it quick, was can Instacart and Spark drivers eventually sign up for Paraworks through the app as their sign up instead of the other options. And I guess part of my answer might be next week we'll get dive in further. But I believe that Parapass might solve some of that problem. Correct?
1: Yeah, Parapass has solved some of that problem. Instacart's a little harder, but uh, Spark, yes, very soon. I'll
0: spark. tell you more. Next time. That's 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 always been. Whenever we say Spark, it like kind of lights up David's eyes. So he's got something brewing here. So yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, been, it's been it's been a long time,
1: it's been a long time coming, but we have. Um, something
0: i'm times. sure a lot of people will be stoked on that because there's a lot of spark drivers out there uh, hurting right now too who used to love yeah. it so that said
1: to Zach i mean need to reach out to Zach and uh if you are a spark driver we actually need people to sort of beta test something so yeah uh, okay let me know well i does. know
0: a ton i mean i know you know we've had most of them on here brandon yeah. Dash and grandpa yeah. all these I'll people
1: you up. we need sort of uh people yeah. to help test basically.
0: yeah these would be good yeah. people too to do it um but yeah that said uh that's a week. Thank you, David. Thank you, everybody. As always, catch us here 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific every Thursday drops the premiere of these videos. And sometimes we might even go live. So just stay tuned in the future. But we got a lot of good conversations coming up with a lot of good people moving forward in the gig economy. So be safe, earn smart, and we'll see you back here next week. Take care. Should have ended
1: we'll have our uh, we'll have our uh